I tried this and it was a huge revelation for me. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Hey, how did you sleep last night? (laughs) If you are in the process of trying to get better sleep, you are going to love the interview that I have for you today. My guest is once again Bijou Sukumaran. He was on episode number three with us talking about his process of self-experimentation and how you can start very small in order to move forward. It's something that we have talked about a lot here on this show and we will definitely continue. Um, He is back today and he's sharing some of his research on the topic of sleep, how to get better sleep. Um, You're going to enjoy it. Uh, Bijou is an award-winning writer and photographer. He His work has appeared in National Geographic, CNN, USA Today, The Huffington Post, and lots of other publications. And he also runs a website, scienceofselfhelp.org, and an Instagram account um, with, the same, with the same title, dedicated to hacking long-term change. Um, when we first met, he told me that he is a long-term self-help junkie. Um, he loves to experiment on himself and usually tackles areas where he has been very unsuccessful in the past. So kind of picking on his own weak areas and working to bolster them up through the current research and psychology on how to change habits. So today we're going to benefit from all of his work. We are going to talk about how we can apply habit hacks to getting better sleep. So as you listen, I want you to pay close attention to three themes for today. We will revisit these after the interview. Um, First of all, um, we've talked about sleep before on the podcast, and a lot of times we focus on, you know, the bedtime routine. You can hear something really interesting from Bijou on that. Um, He's going to encourage us to flip that and focus on what's happening early in the day so that we can get better sleep the next night. So listen close for that. Um, Also, listen about how things are so connected in life, right? One thing affects another. Um, Listen for how that's definitely true of our sleep. Other things affect our sleep. And of course, our sleep affects our performance in so many different ways. And then I think, you know, most importantly is taking note of the, the fact as he's going to explain, sleep is a very personal thing. You have to find your own way. So um, listen for that. And of course, think about yourself in the process, but um, think about how you might apply um, this process of, you know, self-experimentation 
to your own life as you pursue having better sleep. All right, here is my interview with Bijou Sukumaran all about how you can hack your way to better sleep. Sleep was, uh, sleep personally has been just a horrendous issue for me personally, like with everything, as okay. we said in the last pod- podcast. <laughs> um, so it's something that I've spent a lot of time delving into and experimenting with. And uh, it just so happened I had my actual, my, my latest uh, article on my blog is all about sleep. And I just happened to be fielding a lot of questions. So I was like, you know, I've been really yeah. thinking about it and getting into the research lately. Uh, and trying to perfect kind of my sleep, um, uh, you know, like morning routine, daytime routine and things like that. So uh, it's been, it's been on the mind. Got it. So kind of taking like the, the tiny approach that we talked about the last time you were on and applying it specifically to the sleep routine. Um, is that what you mean? Uh, yeah. Um, so for me, yeah, absolutely. It's just like, to me, it's like, there's, there's so many different variables. Yeah. You go online and every person has like, you know, try this, try that or whatever. And for me, it's, it is very personal. Like, I think that there are general tendencies and general variables to look for when you're kind of assessing your own sleep or the sleep of your you know, pe- people, you know, um, but really it's about honing in on the ones that have the most bang for the buck, the most, uh, you know, the, the least you can do that will make the most yeah. impact. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's really what it's all about. And that can be a really difficult thing to do. Yeah, man, that that's, I think that's a good way to look at it. Cause I, I as you were just talking, talking about all the variables, like I got some of the best sleep when I, I had COVID and, um, I was staying away from my wife. So I was in the guest room and it was like way after I felt better, we were still sleeping in the other, the opposite rooms. Maybe I'm revealing too much here. Um, but I, that's, was, that's clearly uh, something we need to delve into. <laughs> right. Right. All of a sudden, I, and I was like, man, that, like that, that obviously worked, but it, you know, for us, I was like, you know, that's not what we want to, you know, it's not an, it's not an option long-term. Right. It was just kind of right. an interesting um exploration of that where i was like huh this is kind of cool <laughs> i like it yeah yeah i'm curious what she has to say she needs to jump on real quick <laughs> we'll just yeah we'll leave her yeah, yeah. We'll leave her out of it um all right cool so tell me about some of the variables like you know there's there's so much to it like what are some of the things that you've explored um so the first thing i started was the first thing that really got me on this was just noticing that I became a really good sleeper whenever I went on any sort of camping type trip. Hmm. Anytime I had like light exposure that was throughout the day and in the morning, um, my insomnia just kind of disappeared. I got really deep sleep and then I sort of started becoming a morning person, which is Um, If you know my history at all, just personally, I'm not a morning person. I've never been a morning person. Um, I kind of turn on at night. And so that was really the biggest thing that I started exploring. And there's so many ways to do just that. Um, Where I was living at the time, um, we, our apartment just got very little light. Um, 
So I had a lot of sleep issues. I, that's also the thing. As soon as I came back to that apartment, you know, insomnia was back on again. Hmm. Um, so with light alone, I just started, I, we had these blackout kind of windows that were in the apartment. So trying that out, uh, trying to get light exposure during the day. Um, and then also using blue light filters. Uh, so that, that was really a, a big, like an eye opener. Um, hmm. But as for other variables, I've like I counted them uh, before this uh, podcast, and it was like thirty-five. I think I had tried. Oh my goodness! Um, so it was everything from weird ones like eat thirty raisins before going to bed to like you know like magnesium supplements. And, yeah, you know, there's all sorts yeah. of things. Uh, I, I tried like lavender, you know, essential oil kind of stuff. Um, yeah, like there was a lot. Um, and yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, you know, if you sleep is a big thing in self-help and every person has it, whether or not it's, um, you know, uh, done in a lab, like a research kind of thing to yeah. just some guy saying, do this specific breathing pattern and you'll emit immediately fall asleep in five minutes. Uh, so yeah. there's a lot of leeway for all that stuff. And even the sleep tests that are done, the, the research for, let's say, um, a breathing pattern or uh, lavender essential oil or whatever, they're all still quite small. So there's a lot of variance, even if they show some sort of correlation in their specific study. Hmm. Wow. So if you were, or if we were going to dive in like a little bit more deeply into that light, you know, daylight, sunlight, blue light, um, what are some of the like really specific things that that are out there that, you know, might prove to be most helpful. Yeah. For me, the eye opener was a study that was done where they just got people to get out as soon as they woke up or got out of bed, just get into the sunlight for 30 minutes immediately. Hmm. Um, I tried this and it was a huge revelation for me. Um, huh. I found, so just to back up a little bit, when I was doing the research, I found that sleep wasn't just one thing. We often talk about it as though it's just like, oh, I got bad sleep. Um, but if you dive into the research, sleep is like several vectors. It's mm. how fast you get to sleep, um, which is called sleep onset latency. Um, it's how uninterrupted or deep your sleep was. Like if you, if you tossed and turned, if you got up at night or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, it's how refreshed you feel in the morning and it's your cognitive function later on in the day. Yeah. Um, so I created my own scale to test out variables using these kind of things, right? Like I, I researched the standard scales on sleep and I found that they were kind of okay. Um, they, they all had some problems and some good things and I just compiled, compiled them into my own scale. And when I tested out, I would test them out like variables week by week and see how it affected the scale after doing the control. Um, but what I found getting out in the sun did is that it specifically targeted um, uh, how fast I got to sleep. Mm. Um, I would go to bed. I would, you know, I usually read a book and I would just zonk out. It was like, I couldn't even get like two lines in and I was like, I'm done. And I was out, um, which I just don't really hear talked about. I, you know, I don't hear that very often when it comes right. to conversations on sleep. So um, 
that was my big one. And it kind of fit in with a lot of the personal kind of non testing kind of stuff I do, like going on camping trips and just going like, wow, I get really good sleep. Yeah. So that was really the standout. And I followed it up with other things regarding light. Um, but the other, the other standout to me, uh, was, uh, any sort of drugs, alcohol, caffeine, whatever. I thought that, um, cutting out all alcohol would significantly help. Um, I didn't find that personally for me, um, but caffeine did. Okay, um, wait, wait a second, Bijou. I got to take one last sip of coffee before you tell me about this. <laughs> me too. Hey. Okay, I'm ready. Hi. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I haven't cut it out, um, but I did find there was a really great, uh, it wasn't a study. This guy did this analysis and he, he created this caffeine like simulator Okay. So basically he used the studies that show that half uh, caffeine has a half life uh, and what, like, when would it actually, when would your system actually just kind of get it out enough? Um, and he would project exactly when that would be. So hmm. for him, he found out that whatever coffee he drank, he drank a really strong, you know, massive cup of coffee in the morning. Okay. He said at 10 a.m., it kind of only gets out of your system to like, I think, 50 milligrams or something like that. There's a technical thing at like 2 a.m. So, you know, I was sitting there and wondering, well, why am I, why do I wake up, you know, at 2 a.m. or why am I up like all night or whatever? Um, And I think it was just because I was drinking coffee all day. Like I would stop drinking it maybe, I don't know, the afternoon like at night, late afternoon, yeah. or maybe fully at night. Um, so I found that just having a cutoff point at noon was perfect. Like it, it really helped my entire sleep cycle. Wow. So is it like drink, drink what you want until noon? Or do you have you have you also played with like limiting how much you have before noon? Or has that I not sh- mattered? I should play with that i don't i don't think curious. i have the self-control to do that uh <laughs> I, I like my coffee in the morning yeah. so um i found it didn't make a difference as long as i cut it off okay. at uh, 12 but you know people are different you know that's the problem with this is that right. i'm sure that uh, other people have issues uh, with less caffeine like my girlfriend for example uh she can drink a cup of coffee right before going to bed she has no problems hmm Man, cool. What uh, have there been any books that you have read on sleep specifically, or um, resources that you know if someone wanted to dive deeper that you'd recommend? Yeah, I I think I read I think I've read like one or two books, but they I didn't find them personally very helpful. Okay. Um, for me, I've just gone and looked up the research done on specific variables. So just Googling okay. like study on lavender essential oil or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and just, just checking that out to see if, if it's a thing at all, because like, for, for example, essential oils for me, I've always personally thought that they were total like nonsense. And, and that's not a, that's not a official point of view. It's just generally yeah. that's how I kind of felt. Um, but when I tried a lavender diffuser, 
uh, just to try it at night, I found I was a little bit more relaxed. So I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if there has been studies on it. It turns out there have been. Wow, man. So kind of uh, starting out with like anecdotal things, maybe that people said, hey, this this helps your sleep. And then you dig into those, you know, specifically, hey, is there research on this? Like, is this legit? Right. And so for me, I've had so many problems with different aspects of my sleep um, that I think targeting the ones that you have the most problems are, you know, more interesting. So for example, I had a pro I used to have a problem just getting up in the middle of the night, needing to go to the bathroom and then not being able to fall asleep. Um, So there's a lot of like lifestyle guru style advice, including the 30 uh, raisins thing before bed. (laughs) That was, I was interested to hear about that. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what kind of thing that is, but I definitely tried it for a week. Didn't work at oh, all for me. Oh, man. Um, I think it was actually the caffeine that made me need to urinate at night. Okay. Um, so <laughs> cutting it off, I don't have that problem. So, um, and then the, similarly with things like, uh, you know, uh, getting to bed, like my, my latest post on, on my site is specifically for that kind of, uh, sleep onset. You know, a lot okay. of people have this problem where um, they might feel tired, but they don't want to go to bed or they don't end up going to bed. Or if they are in bed, it's like the anxiety just kicks in. Mm-hmm. So that's something I had a problem with as well. So kind of digging in those kind of specific variables, I think is very helpful. Yeah. Wow. What about the, I know you mentioned like the blue light blockers. Um, what, what's the, I guess the message around that or how, how does that work when it comes to, I, I would imagine that's later in the day. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. Later in the day. Um, I have this program called flux on my Mac, which just is on in the background and gradually across the day will just automatically okay. uh, filter out blue light. And then at night, whenever I remember to, I just, I have my phone just has a little filter. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's you know debate as to whether that's the thing that actually helps with sleep or if it's just not um, looking at you know going down internet rabbit holes, yeah, getting into arguments or whatever, yeah. Um, and for me personally, I found that the blue light lock uh, blocker did um, significantly help my quality of sleep. Um, but I also you know have a policy to not take my phone. Or at least not to, yeah, not to, not to use my phone in bed. I, I think that that's also a valid problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that too. I, I'm the same. Um, huh? Interesting. I, I think you know, the, uh, it almost feels like you make you make some rules for yourself, right? As I was thinking about your coffee, no phone in bed, like, um, and those rules are there, you know, not to not to restrict you from good things, but to kind of almost like protect you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, it's, it's, uh, it's been such a problem for me, you know, because when I first got into this project, I was really interested in these, you know, wide foundational kind of behaviors. And the first thing I thought of was exercise. I think exercise has a lot of side benefits other than looking good or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, whatever, obviously. Um, but for me personally, 
sleep is probably even more foundational yeah. because it affects so much of my energy and my kind of ability to do things during the day. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it is, it's, it's a necessity for me to, to, to keep quality. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that as you know, we have worked at kind of building like what's the, what outside of exercise, you know, for the people that we're, that we're working with in the fitness world as trainers and coaches, like outside of that, like, what are the things? And one of the ways that we looked at it was like, what are the, what are the things if a client came to us ready to have a session, a workout, and they hadn't done it, that we would literally be like, just leave, just go home and do that thing. Like what, you know? So I was like, well, if they haven't eaten, you know, like in the last 24 hours or whatever, you know, like we would kick them out. We're like, no, you need to yeah. go eat. Like that's way yeah. more important than exercise. If they're like, man, I, I hardly, I didn't really sleep last night. I would be like, go home and rest. Like, this is not the place for you, you know, or yeah, it was like, yeah. man, I haven't really had any water to drink in the last day. <laughs> you know, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to work with you. Like <laughs> go drink some water. <laughs> yeah. So we kind of looked at it that way, but sleep was a huge one. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think too, you know, we will tease like a little, a, a little kid who hasn't slept, right. They're grouchy. They cry. They're like, yeah. throwing tantrums they won't listen you know um super diso you know disobedient to their parents are like well they just haven't slept what about as adults right <laughs> yeah we're all big babies yeah, we deserve that too <laughs> right yeah so i i feel like in you kind of digging into it it makes a ton of sense because if and you mentioned that cognitive um benefit of getting good sleep earlier right because that would help you do everything yeah so what like how i'm curious about that like how did you how do you gauge the cognitive benefit or what what did you notice as far as like results that you know in that realm from getting better sleep um for me it's just having more energy to do anything like it's not okay. a it's, i don't have a, a scale for it there is a scale there is an energy scale that corporations have used I just haven't delved into it yet. Okay. Um, for me, it's just the ability to, I, I, it's really hard for me to really explain. It's, and on my, on my personal sleep scale, it's just a general question. Like, did you need naps? You know, did you feel like tired, uh, okay. dragging your feet, you know, throughout the day, that kind of thing. Um, and so for me, it's a huge thing. And it also kind of helps sort of sliding into that is, you know, how you feel in the morning, like right when you get up, like we, I think we all want that excited to greet the day, that childlike glee, of like leaping out of bed. And I think that a lot of people, including myself, don't really get that often. Mm -hmm. um, and I really do feel there's just behavioral things that we can do to help, help us get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. I, I, I think your approach is so cool that you dig into it that way. Um, so in kind of just wrapping up for today, if somebody, somebody's listening and they're like, yeah, my, I know I need to give some attention to sleep. Um, and you were able to just give them advice. What would it be? How would you have them start? I would have them get up uh, as soon as they get up, get, 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight. I think that that's, I think that that is really like light is such a problem in our society. 
just because of the internet, you know, know, all that stuff. Um, So that's the first thing I would say, do that, put blue light uh, blockers on your, on your computer. I think you're going to see a drastic um, change in your sleep quality. Uh, That and the caffeine cutoff to me are just, we're always drinking coffee, especially in the States. It's just such a huge drink. We drink tons of coffee. Uh, you go anywhere else and yeah, they're drinking coffee, but you know, it's in smaller portions. It's not like gallon sized jugs. Of yeah. Um, so I think with those two things alone, um, you're going to be really far ahead of the crowd. And the interesting thing about the light at the beginning of the day is that it kind of bypasses the anxiety that people feel when they go to bed. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, will come to me and say, okay, well, what do I do when I'm in bed and my thoughts start going? Um, And they've tried all sorts of different techniques, like there are meditation techniques and breathing techniques and all that stuff. But generally, I like to think of uh, several steps before, like at the very beginning of the day, what did you do? Okay. Because if you do that, it almost bypasses the thoughts because you're just tired. And that's not going to work yeah. for everyone. I yeah. think I think that's that's you know you have to be really honest about this stuff. Um, but you know I think I think that sort of undercuts a lot of the problems. And even if it doesn't, you should be getting out into the sunlight anyway. <laughs> like yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of side other side benefits of just getting out yeah. uh, into the world. Um, so you know worst case scenario, you're going to have a nice beginning. Day. right you got some fresh air you saw the sun yeah yeah oh cool huh all right i know we could keep going but yeah. let me just say once again thanks for being on the show we appreciate you so much and and the work and you being willing to share your research and your own personal experiences yeah thanks for having me on like i guess i i love being on here it's awesome and uh yeah look forward to hopefully many more All right, let's chat for just a few minutes about those themes that I asked you to focus on during the interview. Um, First and foremost, I just want to thank Bijou for joining me once again on the Begin Within show. And I really hope, like he said, that it is the... um, the start of something great that he's able to come on again. So um, absolutely great. Love connecting with him. So theme number one that I asked you to listen for was start in the morning for better sleep tonight. So the things that you heard um, definitely work. They're things that, you know, I've incorporated into my routine and um, I'm not alone. Like these are some pretty widely proven methods to get better sleep. Um, First of all, get outside, get some light early in the day, get the sun on your skin, look at the sky, um, and get just get some time outside as early in the day as you possibly can. Um, Definitely a huge benefit to um, getting your body to wind down at the end of the day. And then being really careful with caffeine, right? We joke about it. Um, we sometimes brag about how much coffee we had. Um, but the bottom line is it does affect how we sleep depending on how much caffeine we've had. So, um, some ideas are, you know, setting, um, a cutoff time, 
for yourself in terms of caffeine. Maybe it's noon, maybe it's a little bit later, maybe it's earlier, um, but just limiting how much caffeine um, we're consuming can definitely improve the quality of our sleep. So those are some great places to start. Um, and again, looking at those habits earlier in the day so that we can get some better sleep tonight. The second theme that I asked you to listen for was how these are all a part of an interconnected system, like all these pieces that we talk about. Sleep is definitely one of them that's going to affect other areas of life, right? That's why it's so important, as well as, you know, the other topics that, that we talk about in the episodes here on this podcast. One thing affects another. So if sleep is the thing that you want to work on and you give some attention to it, you can be absolutely confident that it's going to affect the other things, the other areas of your health, of your well-being, of your fitness, whatever those goals are. It's going to help you move forward in those other areas. And then finally, we talked about, and we talked early on in the interview, but that concept that sleep is personal. You know, we try to find these one-size-fits-all um, tips and hacks, but the bottom line is um, your situation, your sleep um, environment, your body, your history is all very personal to you. So you really do have to find your own way. Like there's really no shortcut other than, you know, trying something, see how it works, and then um, revising and editing what you're trying and seeing how the next thing works until you find out that you're on the right track. And just like Bijou does, you can Try to find the things that are going to give you the most bang for your buck as you try it. Find out, oh, that didn't really work. That's okay. Just move on um, and try something else. So again, the things that he shared with us are the things that he has found personally to help him the most. Those are some areas maybe to start with. But um, if those don't work, don't stop. Don't give up. Um, you can continue to work on this, imitating um, that approach in all of the different areas that we talk about here on this show when it comes to the things in addition to exercise or in addition to healthy movement that you and I have to do in order to continue to improve our fitness. So in each of those areas, do some research um, and give something a try for a set period of time. At the end of that time, maybe it's a week, a few days, whatever it is, review your results, see how it's going, and then either go deeper, go farther down that path that you're going down, or if it's not working, try something else. But, um, you know, as an action step for today, why not just try getting outside every single day, getting exposed to some, to some good natural light? And, you know, if you can do it early in the day, great. If you can't, maybe later in the day but at least try something. Maybe just get in front of a window at some point in the day if you can so that you can get some good natural light and see how that might affect your sleep. See if it helps you move in the right direction. Um, I'd love to support you. What I'm going to ask you to do um, is send me a picture of your view outside. Um, if you could do it today or sometime this week, whenever you listen to this, um, I hope that you are able to incorporate this kind of real tiny habit into your life of just getting some fresh air, getting some natural light. Um, and what I'd love for you to do is send me a picture of your view um, uh, of outside. You can send it to my Instagram at Nate 
Slager. Um, can't wait to see those. And uh, I'll share some of mine this week as well. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. I know your time and your attention is very precious. And I thank you so much for sharing some of it with me. If I can support you in any way, please let me know. You can connect with me um, via message on Instagram or send me an email, nate at beginwithin.fit. I can't wait to talk to you again really soon. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.